All right, so we're, uh, we're continuing on, for those who uh, are joining us over here, so we're continuing on in uh, the Sefer Biyam Darkecha. Um, we've gone through the various mitzvahs hayayim, and we're going through the, uh, the Avaidah of, what well, we've gone through what the Avaidah of Purim is, and, and each specific mitzvah, how it pertains to finding the Rabbani Shalaylam and the oneness of the Rabbani Shalaylam, which... For those who've been zaycha to be learning with us, it means that there's only the Rabbanu Shalom. It's not that there's on, on Purim we recognize there is a Rabbanu Shalom, and we recognize the Rabbanu Shalom. On Purim it is there's nothing besides for the Rabbanu Shalom. That's it. There's nothing besides for the Rabbanu Shalom. Only thing that's truly in existence is Hashem. And one of the interesting mitzvahs that comes up uh, on Purim, and it's unique, it's the only day that we really find such a concept, which in general seems to be very not Jewish, is uh, Mishta Hayayin, is the, uh, the mitzvah that we find in Chazal. Chazal teach us, Chayov inish lebesume beporia. A man is obligated, there's a chiyov, to, uh, to drink on Purim, Adelayada bein or homon lebaruch Mordechai, until he doesn't know between Ar Haman and Baruch Mordechai, and there's hundreds and hundreds of different takes and excuses and different ways that we can uh, actually fulfill this mitzvah without uh, without drinking. And the, the Paiskim do give various ways that a person could possibly fulfill this mitzvah, but it doesn't get in the way of the actual words, which is Chayav Vinish Levesumet. There's a Chayav. There's a mitzvah for a person to to drink wine on Purim until to not know the difference between Ar Haman. And Baruch Mordechai. So we have to understand what, what you know what's going on in here. So that's going to be part of the Avaida. It's going to be. Just want to give a, a preface to say. Hopefully, we're going to touch on idea and, our, and we'll be able to articulate the idea in a way where we kind of get the idea, but realize we're going to have to be comfortable without fully getting the tifkite, the depths of it. But at least we'll understand that. The avayda that we're that we're looking for. He says in general to be drunk. It's something that's very far from a Torah lifestyle. Because besides for besides for the fact that it's not the Torah way to be foolish and to act foolish, which means to lose your mind. There's another issue with getting drunk. By getting drunk, you know what happens? You're, a drunk is not obligated in mitzvahs. It's as if I am purposely traveling on sukkahs to a place where there's no sukkah, no esrog, no lulav, and then a minute before yantif, I'm like, oh my goodness, wow, um, what am I going to do? There's no lulav, there's no esrog, there's no sukkah for the next eight days, huh? You're allowed to do that on purpose? You have sukkahs. You get yourself ready for sukkahs. You, you, can't, you can't purposely make, set yourself up in a way where now you don't have a mitzvah. A drunk has no mitzvahs. How, what right do we have to get drunk and remove mitzvahs from our lives? It's a good question. Omnam, he says, but look what's happening. But the Purim yesh mitzvah v'chiyav l'shtaka. The Purim, there's a mitzvah. And there's a chiv to put yourself into, into a situation where you're going to be drunk to a point. You're not going to fully grasp what's happening around you. 
And this is the right thing to do for one day a year. It's the, one, it's the right thing to do. This needs explanation. So he says, let's start understanding and explaining. And for those who have been learning with us along, we'll, we'll uh, have a little bit more of a background. But let's, let's, uh, let's get into this. Shebepurim ha'ar elekai on Purim, as we've been talking, as we've been learning, there is a ar elekai. There's a light, which is the rebbeinu shloim. Meir kol kach begiloi megillas Esther means the revelation of Hester. Giloi Hester, the revelation that there's nothing hidden on Purim. There's nothing hidden anymore. So everything is the, the light of the rebbeinu shloim is so revealed. Ad sheyehudi margish bechosh to a point where we've been working on this. We're on tonight, Bez Hashem, and tomorrow we're going to feel the chush. We're going to, it's going to be part of our kishkas. Shekol ha'aretz mala rak mikvayt Hashem barak. The entire earth and everything is the glory of Hashem. That's it. That's the only thing that's truly in existence. V'she'en metzias amitis chutz mimenu. There's no true existence besides for the Rabbi Nishloil. So there's only Hashem. And when there's only Hashem, guess what happens? There's no me. Usually our minds are meant to be molded as he's going to get into. He's going to, we'll explain what happens on a regular day of the year. But the Rabbani Shalom obligates us to deal with in a chitzaniyazdik aspect, in an external way, where our minds are there to inhibit us so that we can think and notice what's going on around us and take that information and utilize it in service of Hashem. But on Purim, that's not the Avaida. And what we're talking about on Purim, by the way, the mitzvah of drinking wine is at the Suda. There's zero mitzvah to drink tonight. There's no mitzvah to drink tonight. There's no mitzvah to drink tomorrow morning. The mitzvah of Mishta Hayayin, of Chayiv Inish Lebesume, is talking about that Sudas Purim. That's the mitzvah. Besides for that, people are just drinking. That's their own thing. It has nothing to do, there's no mitzvah, it's not a hidder, it has nothing to do with anything. But when a person's at, on Purim, and specifically we're talking Bizman the Suda, when we're taking food, something which is chitzayni, something which is external, and we're taking this, and we're, we're using the pleasure to realize that every pleasure that exists in the world is truly the Aineg of the Rabbi Nishalem. It's the pleasure of the Rabbi Nishalem. And there's only this, When we put ourselves into this space where there is only Hashem, then I have a heter, it's mutter and a mitzvah to move my mind now. Remove the inhibitions. My mind is not supposed to exist because it's not my mind. It's not. There's nothing there. There's just the Rabbi It's not me. It's not my mind. If our mind's there, it gets in the way of us fathoming the greatness and the vastness of the Rabbi Nishleilam. The mind gets in the way of that. So we have a mitzvah to drink and remove that so that the inhibitions that usually are meant to be used throughout the year will, will leave. We should leave. Uh, there's a, it, a person should be lotzei ismei ha-kelim. We should, we should leave our kelim, kaviachal, so to speak, to elevate ourselves through the drinking. So what's happening is, there's no time, there's no place anymore, there's no space in this world, there's only the and there's no longer any boundaries. The purpose, what we're getting into is the, the tafkid, the purpose of drinking is actually to allow us and enhance our ability to grasp the Ein Oid Movadei of Purim. If our minds are there, it could get in the way. It does get in the way to an extent. Usually throughout the day, as we've learned, Megillah Esther at the Megillah, that's the general, that, that, at the time of the Megillah, that is when the R is revealed. That is when the light of Netzach, the light of the Rabban Shalom is 
ultimately going to come out during, during the Megillah, both tonight and tomorrow, and we've discussed how it's revealed through Matanas Lev Yainim, just giving, we're no longer treasurers, kola poshet yad, anybody who sticks out their hand, both us to others and the Rebbein Shalom to us, when we stick out our hand to the Rebbein Shalom, he responds to us, Mishloach Manai says, well, we've learned, we, we discussed the Suda, and over here what wine's doing is it's taking me now lemaila. It's taking me above anything that was there. I'm done all those mitzvahs, and now I'm going to re- put myself into a space where there's, there's only the Rabbanu Shalom is revealed. There's only the light of the Rabbanu Shalom. When a person has absolute, hargasha, clear feelings, with the deepest truths, I no longer give chashivas to anything that has to do with this world. Any Indian, any topic in this world is not chashuv to me. But what happens on a regular day of the year? We know during the year we have the same understanding that we work on that the Rabbani Shalom is truly the only thing that exists but the Rabbani Shalom put us into a, a reality a and that reality it's forbidden to remove yourself from. If Hashem gave you a situation and a circumstance that means that's your avayda. Your avayda is the situation and the circumstance. You have no right to remove this avayda. Asr lanu levata leisa. You're not allowed to be in levata. Bansham says, here's your avayda. Live in there. Do these mitzvahs. There's this to do. There's that to do. And to remove the mitzvahs from yourself in a, the way we do in a usual way. It's asr. Who are you to, to, to remove something that Bansham gave you? So you take that truth and you live it with feeling and amuna and truth and an action. I act out, I go to work, I take care of my family, I do my best, and when I struggle with my Yitzhahara, so on and so forth. But it's, it's only internal. During the year, we're str- we're, we're, what we're focusing on, that internally everything is Rabban Shalom. Purim, there's no such thing as internal and external, it just is. It's all the same. Everything, everything just is. And the depths of this is during the year we're surrounded with chaymer, with physical, we're atoms and you know, and uh, physical things. So you can't really ever come to the shleimus gemura. Uh, we're not allowed to. In the sense that during the year we're not allowed to come to the recognition. And this is what touching. This is starting to just tap into the idea. When Chazal teach us that, that Yom Kippur is like a little bit less than Purim in a way. It's Yom Kippurim. So as a, you know, as a younger person, you start to say, okay, so that it's a cute play on words. It's Yom Kippurim. You say like Purim. But what does it really mean? What it's telling us here is, it's not, it's, each day has its own Avaidah. There's an Avaidah of Purim on Yom Kippur. We're still Mechoyev to deal with the externals the way that they are. On, your, on Purim itself, the Avaida becomes, it broadens tremendously. The Avaida on Purim itself is there's no Primius, there's no Chitzainius. It's Einar Mavada. You're not even dealing with Primius and Chitzainius anymore. The Einar Mavada is, is, is inside of all that. Vashem Yisbarach also Kach Bechavana. The Rebbein Shalom wants things to be like this. Ki the Ratzon Hashem is, Shal Yidei Masenu, through our actions on a regular day. 
even on a holy day, through the external things that we do, it should be revealed as a MS Apnimis. Hashem wants us to do things externally so that through those mitzvos and through those actions and through that work and through that debate and through that interaction that I'm having with somebody else, there's a MS Apnimis, there's, a, there's an internal thing that could be revealed. And during the year, each person, through the externals that we go through, are obligated to take the uh, to, to make it panimi, to make it personal and internal. Say, oh, I know that happened. Well, it's and everything's And I realize everything I called man Whatever the does for the good, But what's happening on Purim? The light that we've been describing, the hashpa'a that we've been describing of Enoi Movada is so strong. It gets into the, every, it, it just goes, it permeates every place. Again, you can only have a chitzaini when the R doesn't reach everywhere. That's when you can have something external. If the light reaches everywhere, it's everywhere. The R reaches everywhere. So if the light of the Rabbi Shalom is there, so it's bevatal everything else. When you're in this space, when you're in this space, and Davka, specifically at this time, we could feel, we could feel this throughout, when you get to here, everything becomes bottle. Myself, what I'm about, my arrogance, my worries, my pride, my, my, my body, my tivus, my desires, everything that's usually there, we're going we're gonna to take this wine. And we're not going to have time to get to the point, but he describes how to drink on Purim. He describes it can't be done at once. He says if a person just shows up and they start drinking bottles of wine... You're not going to fulfill your mitzvah. Maybe you'll fulfill the chitzainius of the mitzvah, but then you're, dealing, you're back to dealing with a chitzaini. You're dealing with something external. The avayda is, you've got to take a cup. You've got to take a few sips. And you've got to realize why I'm drinking. And what's happening here on Purim. And the enoi movadai that I'm connecting with. And that the, the tafkid over here is to realize that it's not about me. And when a person drinks in such a way, you're not going to start getting up there and, and breaking somebody else's things. And you're not going to start hurting people's feelings. And it's not going to become something which is a low activity and just a bunch of drunkenness and running around like a meshugana. Fakert, there's going to be a bunch of, it's, it's going to be a Klal Yisrael that's walking around and, and singing and crying and feeling and elevating and just being one with the Rabbeinu Shleilam throughout, throughout that highness, throughout the, all this reality of Enoi Movade and there's no Primi, no Chitzayni, that's the Avaida, the true Avaida of, of Mishta Hayayin, of drinking on Purim.